Hello, my name is Jacob Schandel. I am the Webmaster and Media and Technology Committee Chair for Shepherd of the Valley. And you are listening to the Shepherd Cast, the weekly podcast from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Sandyville, Ohio. Each week, we bring you our sermon in audio form, as well as our weekly Bible readings. We thank you for joining us for worship, as even though you may not have been able to join us on Sunday morning, we are glad to have you with us through this podcast. If you like what you hear, and if you are able, and you live in the Northeast Ohio area, we would like to invite you to come join us for worship on Sundays at 9.30 a.m. You can learn more about the worship experience at Shepherd Valley by visiting sotvchurch.com slash worship. This week on the Shepherd Cast, we will be bringing you our weekly Bible readings from Sunday morning, our sermon is delivered by the Rev. Scott J. Anderson, and a special performance by our church choir, which is under the direction of Susan Kashak. If you would like to know what the choir is performing this week, or you would like to see what our readings are, you can check out the show notes for this episode. Also, if you are following along in your Bible and our readings don't exactly match up with what your Bible says, we use the NRSV translation of the Bible. Now, without further ado, here's this week's Shepherd Cast. Thank you. 
lesson is taken from Genesis chapter 15, verses 1 through 12, and 17 through 18. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward still be, will be very great. But Abram said, O oh Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless, and the heir of my house is Eleazar of Damascus. And Abram said, You have given me no offspring, and so a slave born in my house is to be my heir. But the word of the Lord came to him, This man shall not be your heir. No one but your very own issue shall be your heir. He brought him outside and said, Look toward heaven and count the stars, if you are able to count them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed the Lord, and the Lord reckoned it to him as righteousness. Then he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you from Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to possess. But he said, O oh Lord God, how am I to know that I shall possess it? He said to him, Bring me a heifer, three years old, a female goat, three years old, a ram, three years old, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. He brought them all these and cut them into two, laying each half over against the other. But he did not cut the birds in two. And when the birds of prey came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. As the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and a deep and terrifying darkness descended upon him. When the sun had gone down and it was dark, a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch passed between these pieces. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your descendants I give this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river of Euphrates. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please read responsively Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers close in against me to devour my flesh, then my foes and my enemies will stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though war rise up against me, my trust will not be shaken. One thing I ask of the Lord, one thing I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek God in the temple. For in the day of trouble, God will give me shelter. Hide me in the hidden places of the sanctuary and raise me up high upon a rock. Even now my head is lifted up above my enemies who surround me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifice in the sanctuary, sacrifices of rejoicing. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice, O Lord, when I call. Have mercy on me and answer me. My heart speaks your message. Seek my face. Your face, O Lord, I will seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not away from your servant in anger. 
Cast me not away, you have been my helper. Forsake me not, O God of my salvation. Though my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will take me in. Teach me your way, O Lord. Lead me on a level path because of my oppressors. Subject me not to the will of my foes, for they rise up against me, false witnesses breathing violence. This, this I believe that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord and be strong. Take heart and wait for the Lord. The second lesson is taken from Philippians chapter 3, verses 17, through chapter 4, verses 1. Brothers and sisters, join in imitating me and observe those who live according to the example you have in us. For many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. I have often told you of them, and now I tell you even with tears. Their end is destruction, their God is in the belly, and their, their glory is their shame. Their minds are set on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven, and it is from there that we are expecting a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will transform the body of our humiliation that it may be conformed to the body of his glory by the power that also enables him to make all things subject to himself. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, my beloved. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 13th chapter, beginning at the 31st verse. At that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to Jesus, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. He said to them, Go and tell that fox for me. Listen, I am casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow, and on the third day I finish my work. Yet today, tomorrow, and the next day, I must be on my way, because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed outside of Jerusalem. 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 The city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings. And you were not willing. See, your house is left to you. And I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. The gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. Gracious God, we love you, we praise you, and we give you thanks. We ask, dear Lord, to help us in our times of need, especially when we are sad and we are crying and we lament. Help us to know that you too felt those similar emotions, especially when you gazed upon the city Jerusalem. We ask, dear Lord, to be with us 
and help us uh, so that we may give you thanks and praise uh, even uh, when our hearts are breaking. We ask, dear Lord, uh, that we may be instruments of your grace even in such times, maybe especially in those times. We ask also, dear Lord, that you send your Holy Spirit upon me that I may preach your word truthfully and faithfully. In this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. When I was growing up, um, I loved to listen to the Smothers Brothers. Uh, and uh, there was one song in particular uh, that I, well, I loved pretty much everything they did, but they were probably more known for their comedy than for when they sang. And there were times where uh, they sang. Uh, it was a very beautiful and very moving experience. Uh, and sometimes they would uh, set up something very straight and then it would be a little bit silly afterwards. And this is true for this one song, uh, which is known as Laredo, or The Cowboy's Lament. Uh, this is a, an old song, an old Western song um, and about uh, someone uh, in the streets of Laredo and he spies this cowboy. Uh, he's very young and uh, had been shot down, and there he is in the white linen, as cold as the clay. And the music, uh, you know, just kind of hit the mood of that lament, you know. And if you're not familiar with it, uh, let me sing, you know, maybe a phrase of it, uh, and you'll understand a little bit where I'm coming from. Hopefully, it will sound close to the music. Um, but it, it went something like this. As I walked down in the streets of Laredo, as I walked out in Laredo one day, I spied a young cowboy all dressed in white linen, dressed in white linen as cold as the clay. And you can feel the pathos of the singer. You can feel the sadness of, and the grief uh, in the heart of the singer uh, as uh, uh, in, in Laredo. And so uh, there is this other city that we hear and Jesus singing a similar lament over Jerusalem. And so this sadness, this pathos, is something that we shouldn't uh, ignore. And so we hear those beautiful words of Jesus as he sees the city, the city that uh, has his divine necessity, where he will be killed. Jerusalem. Jerusalem. The city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often have I wanted to gather you, your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings? And you were unwilling. 
Jesus, with his divine necessity, will face this unwillingness. And you were not willing. The Pharisees, Sadducees, the Sanhedrin, the chief priests, scribes, elders, they all look to seek for an opportunity to kill him. The crowd, as we hear this foreshadowing in our uh, last verse of our gospel text this morning, you know, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And Jesus is welcomed in Jerusalem with palm branches fitting for a king. And only a few days later, the same people shout for his crucifixion. And you were unwilling. This even included his friends. Judas betrays him. Peter denies him three times. The rest of his friends, his disciples, run away when he is arrested. And you were unwilling. We can go back all the way to Genesis. Adam and Eve's disobedience in the garden. The time of Noah where the evil of humanity was so flagrant that God even was grieved to his heart for making people. And you were unwilling. It is the cry of the prophets to get the people's attention to what they were doing and their unwillingness to follow the love, the will, the grace of God. And we are unwilling. During this season of Lent, as we reflect upon our need for penance, our need for repentance, of turning our lives around, to turn away from our sin and turn towards God, we too add our list of sins and how that impacts our God that our sins too grieve God to the heart so where does this leave us as we look to that lament of Jesus song of uh, prayer uh, concerning Jerusalem. Are we willing or unwilling to be under his wing? Paul helps us. Because a lot of times when we sin, we set our hearts and minds on what's going on here on earth. And you, you can hear Paul too uh, in his letter to the Philippians talking about those who are enemies of the cross. And it brings Paul to tears as well. But Paul reminds himself that his heart, his mind, is on heavenly things, on what God is doing and how God loves and the grace of God that comes through the cross of Christ. 
So when we start thinking about our need for repentance, our first thought should always go back to this cross, to this Christ who has died for our sins and has given us more than second chances in our lives. Here, uh, we also start looking about how we can get under God's wings, and that is from our psalmist. And again, our psalmist shows us how various things can get our attention and divert us from what we need to do. The psalmist is talking about slanderers and enemies, uh, invaders, uh, and threats of war. And the psalmist says, there's one thing that I seek, and that is to worship God, to be in the temple, to enjoy the beauty of the Lord. And so, again, that's one of those things that we need to keep focus on. No matter how bad things are around us with events that are beyond our control or even uh, in our lives when things are not that easy, to put our focus on God and to worship God. The psalmist also talks about uh, being of good courage to take heart. And again... That is something that we should always keep our mind set on, to trust God in every circumstance in our lives or event of history. We can hear that uh, in the first verse of the psalm. And events that are beyond our control Again, at like the events in New Zealand. And again, you can feel the heartbreak of the loss of life and the injuries that have taken place there at Christ Church. It is to have this confident trust in God, regardless of what we see around us. And that, I think, is the beauty of our reading from Genesis. It's one of my favorites. And Abram has, at 75, decided that he will follow God, saying yes to God, leaving his home to a place where he doesn't know yet where he's going. And on top of that, God has promised him descendants. And he has yet to have an heir. And so this is bothering Abram. And the one thing I like about what Abram does is that he addresses the problem directly to God. And he asks God a question in prayer, in dialogue with God. How can this be if I have no kids? God says, come here. And he takes him out and shows him the stars. Have you ever been on a clear night without the moon and seeing the nighttime sky without any light pollution? 
I remember several such skies. I had relatives living down at Hidden Valley Lake, and you could see that beautiful sky. I remember going to my brother-in-law and sister-in-law's house in Leona, Texas, which is halfway between Dallas and Houston, and again, there's no light pollution, and you can just see all those beautiful stars. I remember in Nebraska coming out of council meeting at our country church and just staring in amazement and wonder and awe of this beautiful night sky. And each of those skies, the stars were like these beautiful jewels against a black velvet background. And you could see all the way down to sixth magnitude, which is what the unaided eye can do. And knowing that you can see about 2,000 stars at once in the sky. I didn't sit down and try to count them. <laughs> uh, and, but they were there. And you can understand the countlessness there. And through the year, you can see about 6,000 stars. Uh, but what I love about this promise God says to Abram, saying that if you can count them, so shall your descendants be. And as bountiful of the number of stars that you can see down to the sixth magnitude, all it takes is a pair of binoculars, and all of a sudden that reveals stars that you cannot see with your unaided eye. And that's true also with some of our telescopes. That's true also with radio telescopes, seeing even more of the universe and our galaxy. Uh, and all of these things are basically hidden with the unaided eye. That's what I love about the promise given to Abram. This is the good news and the grace of God at work here. Because not only is there a bountiful number of descendants that Abram can see, but also so many more that he cannot see. And I believe that's true for each and every one of us. That there are so many blessings in our lives that we just cannot count the number of times God has blessed us. But there are so much more blessings, so many more blessings that God has given us that we even fail to see. That is the beauty and love of God and the promises that he gives. And so today, as we hear Jesus in his lament over Jerusalem, we can resonate with his feelings, with his sadness, but we also are more aware as he heads towards Jerusalem of this very beautiful, poignant, and unrequited love that God has for us. We see our need for repentance. We see our need to trust in God regardless of the situation and regardless of what we can see because there's so much more that we can't. Let us this day, 
in the midst of our own heartbreaks, in the midst of the heartbreaks around the world, that we may trust in God and know that his promises are real, both seen and unseen. And to this, all of God's children say, You just heard a very special sermon from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church. We thank you for listening to the Shepherd Cast this week. If you are listening in the Northeast Ohio area, we invite you to join us for worship if you are able. Our services are Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. You can learn more about our worship environment at our church by visiting sotvchurch.com worship. We are a church in service. If you wish to support our podcast, we hope you will support us by supporting our outreach. Whether the Spirit moves you to volunteer with one of our outreach programs, or you choose to contribute to the church in another way. One way you can support our church is through the Amazon Smile program, where the nonprofit of your choice can receive 0.5% of the purchase price of products sold while costing you nothing extra. You can get started by going to smile.amazon.com and searching for Shepherd of the Valley Evangelical Lutheran Church. Of course, we encourage you to keep up with our church at our website at sotvchurch.com. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at sotvsandyville. We will be back with another message next week. Tune in then. Until then, we thank you for listening, and God bless.